Hello, sick and wrong. This is Arnold. Been a long time since I've called. D. Simon, you still suck. All you talk about is my pussy's too wet. Everything is too dry. Fuck you. You suck. You know what else sucks? Getting divorced for fucking your maid. Fuck you, Maria. Fuck you. Fuck you, Hassan. You suck. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, E. Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, I uh, thought you were at that drag queen convention or whatever you're going to this weekend that is tomorrow tomorrow yeah okay uh-huh. all right all right so what, what's the deal with that you actually so so this is kind of funny people some some listeners actually take us up on our absurd ridiculous premises we discuss here on the show correct like every now and then i'll talk about like this is a movie idea or this is a product you should make or harrison's offering this service now well this listener actually took us up on this offer of Harrison being a sober companion. Yeah. But as of today, no one has yet taken me up on my offer to be a revenge coach. No listener, at least. Oh, yeah. I don't think we have anyone. Although we've had a few people ask us. Sure. Didn't we have a caller the couple weeks ago ask us, like, how do we get revenge? I was talking about throw a rotten piece of tofu through the window or something. Correct, yeah. Um, But this is different. This is different. So this... This uh, female listener, but Harrison, you would, if it was a male listener, you'd have hung out too, right? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's a switch hitter, this guy. So um, anyway, she, she said she needed, she's going to be in L.A., doesn't know anyone in L.A. Why do you LA. assume sex is, is, on, is on the table? You know? I don't know why you assume this. Um, yeah. No, Harrison's, Harrison's an equal, equal mm. opportunity here. Yes. Um, doesn't matter if it's boy, girl, mm. dog, hybrid human. Um, yeah, that would be better if it was a hybrid li- human. I draw the line at hybrid human. What, you wouldn't hang out if it was a hybrid human, like a rat boy or something? No, if it's a rat boy, I would, but a do- <laughs> just a dog? A kobold I need or whatever? A, I need a note. I need a note for a dog. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she, so she, she like contacted or emailed yeah. us and was like, hey, I'm going to be in LA, don't know anybody, love to hang out with Harrison if he's offering his so- sober companion services. So did she, what happened? Did you email her? Yeah. Yeah, what, what, what's what's going on here? I said sure, you know, I'll I'll, I'll go. Why not? She bought you a ticket. Yeah, bought me a ticket. Going, nice. going tomorrow. So what's the plan? You meeting her there? Yeah, and then you're just gonna hang out DragCon. Yeah, you've been around. to DragCon though, right? I've never been to DragCon. I've been to the the what the fuck is that show called? RuPaul's Drag Drag Race. A, drag Race. I've been to their Christmas party. Oh, yeah. Okay. I went to their Christmas party, which is at Universal Studios, um, in one of those like fake streets, you know. What were you wearing? Just like clothes. Oh, you weren't all dragged out. No, no. Oh, okay. I was just wearing. I just got invited, you know, randomly. So I just kind of showed up. Hmm. Are you? I was gonna like. Thing? I was gonna go as like Clive Snowy, but I'm like, I don't want to. It's too much. That's an epic costume, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think I have. If I went through, remember that one year when we went out to like some party on Halloween? Yeah, yeah. And you did like a karaoke song in the Klaus Nomi outfit. I did a Kate Bush song. I a believe. Kate Bush song. Yeah, That's yeah, what it was. Right. I think I have video footage of that. <laughs> 
have to find that. Yeah. Um, are you into the whole drag queen scene? No. Like, are you? Because you know, some people get really into it. And I'm not saying not just gay mm. people. Like, uh, I know a lot of girls. Like, my girlfriend's really into it. She loves that show. She's seen tapings. I know some people that don't watch any other reality TV show other than that show. You know, I can kind of understand. I yeah. mean, if you're into costumes and hair and. Mm. I mean, they have like crazy costumes. They do. I just don't find it entertaining. I'm just, I'm just so self conscious of the, the format of those particular kinds of reality shows that I, I, I can't watch them. With just like any contest type, yeah. of reality show. Yeah, yeah. Can just, you watch Survivor? No, I've what never is- seen Survivor in my life. <laughs> but I know the for, like the format just turns me off. I just, you know. Hmm. I know how I, I I know how the hot dog is made, and I can see all the guts, all the rat guts, and all you the fucking. You can see through the facade. Yeah, I can see. It's all rigged. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's all a farce, I tell you. Yeah. You know, I just I don't know. I've never been to the drag queen thing. Although I've seen a, my fair share of drag shows. It's a, you know, my brother's like, oh, let's go. To this my brother's into drag shows, mm. even though he would never date a drag queen, he would never be a drag queen, but he's into drag shows. There used to be this. Within this is back before you know, like it was a mainstream American living room thing, drag queens. But there used to be this fucking for the ages and ages this Chinese restaurant in New York, and I always want to say it's P F Chang's, but no. it's not P F Chang's. No, I know the one you're talking <laughs> it's, about. It's like T F Wang's or something. It's, and it's all like, the all the waiters, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not trans; they're in drag. They're right? in drag. Yeah, I've I've yeah. walked by the place. I never went to it. Right. I can't think of the name. Is it still there? Yeah. I think they have one in San Francisco, too. Yeah. Or used to have one in yeah. San Francisco. But, I, yeah, I don't really... I've nev- Since then, you know, since the 90s, and I went to that restaurant, I've never really understood... Like, I guess they're a little more dramatic than normal people, but I don't really understand why why they're so, supposed to be so fucking entertaining. I, d- you know? I don't get it either. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's... Maybe, you know, it's, it's, it's maybe it's just mm. not my cup of tea. Maybe it's not. I don't understand yeah. the humor. Or like, is it like a Benny Hill thing? Like, oh, it's a man in a dress. Oh, oh, oh you know, like, is is, it, is that why it's entertaining? Like, I don't, I don't actually. I mean, I know they're entertaining, talented. I don't. I'm not even gonna get into this discussion. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna cut I'm you digging off. Digging a grave. I'm the, digging. I'm always digging a grave for somebody. Have you ever been to a drag king show? No. Now, that is kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah, I remember going uh, in San Francisco with, uh, I think it was Holly. Mm. We went to this like drag king show. And a drag king is like a very butch lesbian that's like, looks like a dude. Yeah. And so like, there are all these like lesbians, but with real facial hair. I'm talking like right. a real mustache. Okay. And they'd come out in jeans and do a country western song, like like a real tennis, you know, Nashville, yeah. Tennessee country performer. To me, it was very mm. surreal watching this. Right. And which I guess maybe that's the same. But the drag queen thing, though, usually is more comedy based. Whereas this, they weren't really doing com- kind of. I mean, they were kind of yeah. like talking like dudes. It was bizarre. See that? Yeah. See, that has some novelty to it. So yeah, I can understand I think it's the novelty that. of it. Whereas but... it's like with drag queens, it's like, you know, it's like when somebody does, uh, does a performance about, you know, how Jews are neurotic sex addicts. It's like, yeah, we've all read yeah, Portnoy's yeah. fucking complaint in the '60s, <laughs> fucking fifty years ago. We know this. Yeah, what's it's kind of the, well, maybe drag queens are old hat. Maybe it's yeah, like it's kind of old hat. Overdone. It's old hat. You know. Yeah. Where's drag kings? 
you know, if, if, if they had as much exposure, <laughs> right. you know, then we'd probably be saying the same yeah. thing. But anyway, I'm sure I'm going to have a good time at this fucking convention. Yeah, I th- I'm, I'm interested to hear the story. We'll have to catch up with you next week about it. Yeah, because the Christmas party was entertaining. Yeah. And conventions are always retarded, so... You know. So are you down? So for so if if a listener was like, "Hey, I would like you to come out and fly out to the Bahamas with me to go check out this fire festival," um, Ja Rule is uh, yeah. headlining this thing with yeah. Blink One Eighty Two. Um, <laughs> you down? We're gonna stay in like a villa and twelve thousand dollar tickets, but I'll comp you one. Would you do it? To, in that particular situation, <laughs> you're laying out. This is like two months ago. You got this off. I know. And I got the ticket, the tickets to fly. Yeah, no, they were the paying Bahamas. you. Yeah, they're paying you to go out. I just go to the Bahamas and then I just leave the. Yeah, but you wouldn't be the sober companion to somebody if a, a, a wealthy listener was like, "Hey, I want you to hang out with me." I'm pretty sure in any other situation, yes, but I don't like music festivals, and I would literally pay money to not see Blink One Eighty Two. I would pay <laughs> money to not see them. What about Migos? Or Major Laser. First of all, I don't even know what Migos is. And and when when I first heard of them, I was like, oh, they, they can't be all bad because you know, Amigo is a, um, it's like a Lovecraft creature. It's like a fungus monster. Is that what they, I thought from, they got it from like Amigos, but they're saying it wrong. See, that's what I think it is. Oh, okay. But like the first like, <laughs> after the first like two months I've heard of them, I thought it was like, well, they're, yeah, they're named after the Lovecraft monster from Whisperer in the Darkness. Can you, you know? see those three guys hanging around just like smoking some like, just a blunt like, man, I never told you guys this, but I'm really into Lovecraftian literature. Yeah. So I was thinking up a band name. You guys know what that slime monster is? Yeah. <laughs> you know, from Call of Cthulhu? It's called a Call of Migo. Yeah, I like that. It you never, think that's how it happened? Yeah, well, it literally <laughs> never occurred to me until like two days ago that fucking, it's, oh, it's Amigos without the A. Yeah. <laughs> it never occurred to me, ever. I mean, look it up on Wikipedia. On another Amigo, planet. Amigo. It's a, yeah, it's a creature. Well, you're lucky you didn't yeah. get invited to this uh, okay. catastrophe over yeah. here in the Bahamas called the Fire Festival. Right. Um, although I think the entire internet collectively has been entertained, laughing their asses off, listening to the horrors yeah. of these of rich people Coachella. Um, just, well, I saw this coming on the rye. from the beginning when they misspelled the word fire. So, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. the whole thing is laughable. It's like, so it's a weekend in paradise turned into a nightmare when this super exclusive music festival in the Bahamas became just this, turned out to be, not even became, turned out to be a disorganized mess. Stranding attendees, uh, they're forced to eat, they're not even forced to eat, they had no other choice. Like, they're promised you know, uh, this like rich cuisine and instead... They were forced to eat each other? Where you, where, I wish. Where, where I wish it was like a Lord eat? of Flies thing. Okay. No, yeah. they're, they're promised no. like all this catered food yeah. Yeah. from uh, these like upscale uh, uh, catering groups such as Star Catering. They're provided for like Carnegie Hall yeah. and, uh, and, um, and several other ones. Instead, they just got cheese sandwiches and baked beans. That's like what you get in county jail. Yeah, literally, that's, that's what you get in county jail. You know, basically, it was it, to me. Yeah. If you looked at it, it's like they were promised all this. And did you watch the video for the fire festival? No. And this is why the internet's kind of laughing about. It, but at the same time, some people are actually rather upset. Mm. It's like you had Kendall Jenner, you had Bella Hadid, you had mm. Emily Ratajkowski, or I think I can't say her name. Mm. Um, they were all promoting it. They're influencers yeah. on social media, so they're sitting here, yeah. um, you know, sharing ads to this fire festival and then appearing in this video 
wearing like just these tiny bikinis running about on like white sand beaches diving into turquoise <laughs> water from like from these yachts and they're just yeah. saying it's a cultural experience unlike any before and it's just yeah. this amazing thing turns out it was like a fucking fema disaster relief site yeah. in the end it's like with these shitty tents yeah. feral dogs it was a sand, and cheese sandwiches and a sand fly buffet <laughs> yeah. a sand fly buffet yeah so they're promised the culture experience of the decade in a yeah. tropical wonderland of yachts, villas, and gourmet cuisine. Mm. Uh, ticket prices were um, started at twelve hundred dollars mm. and then up, like up to like you know a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like people were paying for these, like, but it was like a whole special VIP treatment on a yacht or whatever. I mean, when will rich people learn to just be content with subjugating us in every single way? You know, well, the, why, they should just learn to be content with that. I mean, why don't they just be, be content with like you know building their own villas at Burning Man or getting yeah. like t taking over the entire VIP area of Coachella? It's like why right. do they need to have their own rich person festival? You know, on some remote island. Yeah, that's the problem. So this island is in Exuma. You know that? Yeah, I read that's that. What it was. Mm. Uh, they found a dreary half-finished campsite. Their luxury accommodations were basically disaster relief tents. Most yeah. were not even built. Yeah. I mean, most were in boxes. A baggage arrived just in a shipping container. Yeah. And for dinner, they were served bread, cold cuts, and cheese in a styrofoam box, which, which is ironically yeah. what life is actually like for most Bahamians. Yeah, because yeah. it's, you know, it's yeah. an impoverished area other yeah. than Na Nassau and, you know, a couple of resorts. It's like, mm. if you go outside the resorts, yeah, that's, people are living in shipping containers. Yes. And they're, and like to get a meal like that is, is a rarity. Mm. So it's like these, um, the wealthy here got mm. to experience a side of life that they'd actually never really ever see. Yeah. However, I don't think they really cared about it. I mean, here in the mainland U.S., you know, we take shipping containers for granted as our makeshift sex dungeons, you know. <laughs> but, you know, there, it's a whole other story. No, there, yeah. it's a condominium. Yeah. Uh, marquee names such as Pusha T, Major Lazer, Migos, and Bleak 182 are all <laughs> scheduled to play. Um, however, Bleak 182, the headliner, yeah. uh, canceled just before the event, citing concerns that they wouldn't have what they need to, to give a quality performance. <laughs> in actuality... Like electricity. Of, <laughs> in actuality, actually, none of these bands yeah. had been paid. Okay. <laughs> and so their tour managers were like, what the fuck? We haven't even been paid? And the, yeah. when is this event? Next week? No. Yeah. We're all done. Yeah. <laughs> we're not even flying out there. Um, so the event was organized by rapper Ja Rule. That's your number one problem. Yeah. If Ja Rule is any festival organized <laughs> by Ja Rule with Blink-182 headlining, yeah. you'll want to avoid that. Right. And anybody who suggests you go, you want to slap. Mm. Like, Kendall Jenner should be slapped yeah. for this. Yeah. You know? A lot of Publicly things, Publicly humiliated. Apparently. She should be slapped for a lot of things, apparently. <laughs> so it's, it's organized. This company, Fire... Fire Entertainment was yeah. actually is actually uh, it's a joint venture with ja rapper Ja Rule and entrepreneur Billy McFarland, <laughs> okay. whose uh, name has been in the news this week. Yeah, twenty five year old who's mm. also the founder and chief executive officer of Magnuses. Have you heard that? No, Magnuses. Magnuses. M A G N I S E S. Magnuses. Like it's a Magnum's Magnuses. Okay. Not quite sure what that means. It must be a Greek word for something. Mm. But it's a social club for elite millennials. It's another scam uh, that this guy did. I knew of it, one of those in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, what Magnuses no. is mm. is actually you sign. You pay this guy five hundred bucks mm -hmm. for an elite 
credit card that's mm. actually a slab, a really thin slab of black metal. Okay. And this Magnus card is supposed to give you all these benefits and rewards, such as like early access to uh, to, to to big concerts. Um, or like luxury travel expenses paid on the Magnus card. Mm. But so all these people, this a few years ago, signed up for this Magnus card, and it's basically just a credit card. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like a normal credit card. Mm-hmm. And when they tried to use their, their luxury rewards to get like a, or to use their in to get tickets for like Beyonce or Adele, uh, one guy's like, yeah, he's like, I bought all these tickets. And then the day of the concert, they got an email saying like, actually, it's been rescheduled. Like, we mm. can't get you in. Your seat's been lost. But it's been mm. rescheduled. We'll get you back next time. And this kept happening over and over yeah, again. So it's yeah. all a scam. Wow. Much like this fire festival. Mm. Um, contrary to what Ja Rule is saying, it's not a scam. Yeah. I don't think these guys ever plan to yeah. actually have a remote villas built up on this deserted Bahamian island. Well, I read one article that was like, apparently they knew it was going to be fucked back in March. And then one guy was like, fuck it. Let's be legends and yeah, do it anyway. That actually, yeah. people should, if you want to read a little bit more about it, yeah. uh, one of the talent producers, his name's Chloe Gordon, mm-hmm. she was signed, or she um, got hired to be a talent producer, flew out there, mm. and she wrote a whole op-ed piece about the thing. Because yeah. she, they never made her sign an NDA. So, like, a couple months ago, she realized, after going out there, meeting the organizers, seeing the location, and just realizing we're going to be fucked. This is just, the whole thing is so poorly organized. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no way they're going to, and she, the way they promised her, like, oh yeah, we're just going to build it into these villas and all this. It's just a deserted island with wild dogs. Yeah. They had to build a whole city. These guys mm. never made a festival yeah. <laughs> ever before. And so, when their like, contractors were talking to mm. the, uh, the marketing team, they're like, you know, it's going to cost millions to do this. You don't have enough time. Mm. You know, there's no way you're going to get a stage build. Mm. You should really postpone it for next year. One of the marketing executives mm. is like, no, nah, we can pull this off. We're going to be legends, bro. <laughs> and at that point, she was like, okay, now I'm having second thoughts about working for you. Right. And then right. Ja Rule made yeah. a toast that says, she goes, she's, she, so in her story called mm. I Worked at Fire Festival, mm. it was always going to be a disaster. She said the night when Ja Rule made this toast, she quit the next day. Ja Rule gave a toast saying, to living like movie stars, partying like rock stars, and fucking like porn stars. Okay. <laughs> and then he makes this toast and all the bros are like, yeah. Yeah. And she said uh, the next day she, they fired half the production crew mm. and then sent her a note saying, congratulations, you've made it. But we're going to pay you two-thirds the amount, or two-thirds less than the amount that you were promised. Ah. And so she quit. Okay. Then she wrote this op-ed piece. And what's great about that, like two months later, you just see this colossal failure. Yeah. Which is is amazing. And Um, I I also heard the marketing team was just made up of four wild dogs. (laughs) And a couple swimming pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ja Rule, whose real name is Jeffrey Atkins, by the way. Um, who hasn't been relevant since, what, 2002? Yeah, something like that. Um, he sent a message post on Twitter that Fire Festival is not a scam and that he didn't know how everything went so left. Mm. It's like, that guy never went anywhere near that island when all the rich millennials were stranded there. He was on his private yacht yeah. like outside of Miami. Of course. Um, uh, McFarland said, due to circumstances out of our control, the physical infrastructure is not in place on time and we're unable to fulfill on the vision safely and enjoyably for our guests. So regrettably, we need to postpone the festival. 
Yeah. He said all guests would be refunded in full. At first, they weren't going to refund anyone. But now he said because of the, uh, the outcry. Yeah. Um, everyone would be refunded in full and promised free VIP tickets to the 2018 Fire Festival. Oh, my God. Because, you know, uh, after yeah. this experience, I want to go back yeah. there. I definitely want to feel feel this, see how you know, see what's going to happen next year. They should have just left everyone on the island and then pretended like everything was fine. <laughs> just know? forgot about everybody. Yeah, yeah. And they, then it would just be like, yeah. like full on Lord of the Flies. Yeah, exactly. And just film it. Yeah. Come <laughs> back, that, come back in like fifty years. See if there's like a. Did that happen in some like British reality show? <laughs> Like it no. got canceled. I swear, I read something okay. about it. Like this reality show in Britain, <laughs> where like a survivor type of show, where they were on this island, yeah. and they had to fend for themselves. It got canceled, and then producers like, ah, fuck it, and they just left them there for a year. Did you hear about this? No. And they're being sued. That's insane. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Okay. Um. So, so <laughs> even the Bahamian government said they're we're, we're extremely disappointed in the way the mm. events unfolded yesterday with the fire festival. We offer a heartfelt apology to all who traveled to our country. The U.S. Embassy in the Bahamas are like, eh, we're not going to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to give a comment on this one. We're going to avoid this entirely. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, they're trying to get everybody to, because it was all cash only, so they're trying to get everybody to buy preloaded wristbands. Yeah. So, like, a lot of these attendees, like, preload these wristbands for, like, $2,000. Yeah. And all that money's gone. Most people don't realize this, but, like, generally, when a... fucking 25 year old runs a company it usually turns out poorly like facebook is kind of the exception to the rule in that situation you know yeah, usually yeah, well, he's yeah usually that doesn't end well it ends badly okay well this, this yeah. douche guy the douchebag here um <laughs> billy mcfarland yeah was saying that uh when he was questioned about the 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 festival and the, and the calamity here he's like the previous 24 hours has been the worst day of my life He's like, and this whole thing's an act of God. You know, if they were, unfortunately, we were hit by a storm, and that just caused damage to the tent housing, not the villas that they were promised. Right. He's like, and all these busted pipes, so we just couldn't resolve it in time, so we have to postpone it. It's like, postpone it, dude. Cancel it and give yeah. these people your money back, exactly. scam artist. Exactly. Um, yeah, so they are they are planning to refund. Um, I, I guess a lot of some amongst the well healed festival attendees, there's been talk of a class action lawsuit. Of course. So yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, I would never attend a festival no. like this. No. But yeah, I wonder what's going to happen here with some of the blowback. But we should, you know, we'll post the video, the uh, promotional video. Mm. Um, that they were circulating online. I mean, wouldn't you feel some level of remorse if you were like Hadid, whatever her name, her name Bella Hadid or uh, or uh, uh, Jenner? Would you feel some level of remorse that you were like sitting here promoting this thing that was just a complete scam? Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, like, Je- Ken- especially Kendall Jenner, she had that other thing with fucking Pepsi. Remember? Oh, yeah. Her, was... her agent just says yes to everything regarding, without any kind of vetting whatsoever. Who knows? Apparently. I wonder if they could yeah. get sued for false representation. Are there really amphibious pigs? Yeah, no, they're water pigs. Oh. And they're cute and they're friendly. They're oh. docile. They swim in the water. And mm. like in the, in the, uh, wouldn't the ad. The, wouldn't the feral dogs eat them? I think they do. Okay. And sharks. But uh, in the ad, you see like um, yeah. the models like yeah. touching and like petting and kissing these pigs. They're mm. swimming in the turquoise water. It was not like that at all. That is amazing. I mean, if you're a shark, why go anywhere else? 
you know? Yeah. Just just feed off the yeah. rich. Yeah, just put your bedroll down, right? <laughs> I wish they would just leave are. all of them there. Yeah, yeah. And Blink-182. Yeah. Yeah, see what happens. Mm. Anyway, there's been some amazing memes on the internet about this. Okay. Yeah. I heard there's also like a, there was a smoke monster on the island. I wish. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> the smoke monster. I think that might be Ja Rule. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's his. That's his career. <laughs> uh, anyway, people, it's episode five eighty one here. Sick and wrong. We have news coming up next, but before that, we got a new offer, a brand new offer from AdamandEve.com. And boy. I gotta say, this might be one of my favorite offers we've ever had from Adam and Eve. And you people would be foolish not to take full advantage. Um, Harrison's actually going to do a live read of the copy that they sent. And uh, the copy's amazing. Because first, so our contact over there sent me an email being like, hey, I want to change the offer up with you guys. We have a new thing coming out. Uh, it's a sex swing. And I was like, oh, a sex swing? She's like, yeah, yeah, just talk about the sex swing. I'm like, well, I don't know. Give me some details about the sex swing. Right. So she sent this copy, which okay. is very similar to the previous copy we've had for other ads. But this one is about the sex swing. So here, here we go. All right. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, they're not kidding. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DIDDLE for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get a free sex swing and free shipping. Just use offer code DIDDLE at adamandeve.com. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, DIDDLE, at adamandeve.com. Right. <laughs> Can't you picture you our English listeners trying to hang this? It's, like, yeah. it's not a sex swing like what you're... Like, I envision sex swing. Have you ever used a sex swing? No. Actually, I, um, yeah. I Oddly enough, no. When I lived in yeah. Chicago in the 90s, yeah. I was shagging this girl mm. that worked at a bar. Mm -hmm. And she lived upstairs in the bar. So... She kind of had this sugar daddy who owned the bar that mm -hmm. let her live above the bar for yeah. free. And so when the sugar daddy was in town, I couldn't hang out with her. But when he wasn't there, I was like hooking up with her. Mm -hmm. And so in this, like, it was a nice apartment above this bar. He had like one of those Japanese sex wings, like hung from the ceiling. Okay. And it was like all like an embroidered rope and just, mm -hmm. you know, it was really nice. And like, you could like do different positions. I mean, it was kind mm -hmm. of a cool thing. Yeah. And so when I, when I, Adam and Eve was like, oh, here's a sex wing. I was, that's what I pictured. Mm. Do a search for the sex wing. It's like you put it over your door. Yeah. Like you hang it over your door, and then you're, you somehow yeah. have to hoist your lover yeah. up into the swing. And so right. I'm trying to picture like some of our English audience just like, <laughs> now, come on, get it, get your, get your fire in it. Okay. Yeah. I'll put up against the door. God, she must weigh six stone. <laughs> And just and she's just like, oh, you're hurting me. This is pleasurable. Enjoy it, love. And they're just like slamming up against the door. Someone's gonna yeah. break their fucking neck. Yeah. Uh, However, it'll be worth it. It'll be sexy. It it will be sexy. 
And I don't know why the answer, the budget, like the dollar store answer to everything is like, just hang it from your door. <laughs> Cause it's also the same thing with like, with like restraints when you like, you want to have like hang somebody, you know, with chains from the ceiling. Yeah, it's always you from it's your always door. It's always like, ah, hang it over the door, well, I guess. Where else are you going to put you know? it? Are you going like, to build a device? Oh, you can't screw in a coat hanger? Hang it over your fucking door. Everything. Or like a mirror. Yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. Like Everything a full-length mirror just put on the door. Yeah. <laughs> or like the pull-up bar you put on that door right. frame. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. However, yeah. I would like to see uh, mm-hmm. some of our audience order something from Adam and Eve, yeah. use Diddle upon checkout, mm-hmm. and then post pictures, not naked, but just post pictures, maybe wearing the sick and wrong shirt in the sex swing on the door. Yeah. I would like to see how that works. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. check it out. Harrison, are you, do you have you? Are you going to order a sex swing now? Um, Why not? Yeah, I might as well. You might you as know? well. Yeah. And even if you're not using yeah. it to, uh, you know, an act of sex, you could still hang other stuff on it. Right. You know, could be useful. Yeah, I mean, you could also use it as like a um, a detached baby Bjorn. You know, <laughs> while you're doing while you're doing your chores, you just put the baby just in put there. Put the baby in it yeah, and do, just like yeah, just leave it and. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. I can Dude, see that. you do your housework. Get it out of the way. There, you you know, know, there are many different, <laughs> many different things you can do with a with an Adam and Eve sex swing that doesn't only it doesn't only apply to sex. Yeah, it's a very versatile device. Yeah, you could certainly you know, be be uh, inge- ingenious with it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know what creativity. You do. Yeah, make a robot. All right, we have some uh, news stories to get to here. The first story we got I found quite interesting. It's about North Korea. North Korea. We're on the brink of war Mm. with North Korea right now. If you look in the news and people keep saying it's like the news is trying to convince everybody right now that we're about to go to war. Like they're grooming us for war. Kind of like they did uh, before the Iraq war. Yeah, they did. Um, And also, I mean, North Korea is a country completely fueled by meth. Yeah. Keep that in mind. I mean, they make a lot of money off of meth. Yeah. But that's how that's, they make all the... They have so many sanctions, they make all their money through illegal drugs. And I heard the people don't even have any food. It's just a diet of meth. It's right. like a meth burger, meth fries, just yeah. meth. That's right. all they have. Meth, yeah. A meth shake. I don't right. know if you ever had a meth shake. That's great. Yeah, it just looks yeah. like a milkshake, but it's just meth. There's right. no milk in it. <laughs> just add water. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how the people uh, live their daily lives. But it is, it's funny. It's kind of like a retarded Cuban missile crisis mm. right now. Yeah. Don't you think so? It's like you're, you you have, you know, fucking blustering retard running our country. Mm-hmm. And then the other <laughs> retard in North Korea. And they're both just like trying to call each other's bluffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I honestly wouldn't mind just seeing someone, you know, press the button here. Yeah. I know it's kind of dark, mm. but I just want to see what happens. Like what would happen if he like launched a missile and blew up a portion of Seoul? Right. You know, what if he took out Hermosa Beach? Do you think Trump would just obliterate that entire country? There'd just be no more North Korea? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I do. I wonder. I don't know what would happen. Where's do you Hermosa, think he would invade? Wait, where's Hermosa Beach? In LA. They say that they might oh. have uh, missiles that might actually meet, you know, be able to hit the U.S. mainland. Oh. Well, that whole area. I think I went to a Super Bowl party once there. In Hermosa Beach. And there were just like a bunch of like Abercrombie guys throwing a football around. I'd have no problem with that area being there. Yeah, there's some portions of Orange County that, eh. Fuck them. As long as we're not going to get any of the radioactivity coming this way, which we might. Yeah. That could be problematic. Okay. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of the OC. Mm. Laguna Beach. It is a nice beach, but hey, you know. Right. I just wonder what would happen if Trump would be like, well... 
Californians didn't vote for me. They weren't on my electoral map. Yeah. Uh, fuck them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he was trying to get the Washington mm. Post to post a big picture of the mm. electoral map. Yeah. His electoral map victory. Because it's, you know, at the end of his first 100 days. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I read that too. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. But anyway, no. yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I would like to know the result of this retarded Cuban missile crisis. Mm-hmm. So it remains to be seen. But meanwhile, they're grooming us, uh, just getting us ready for war with North Korea by printing all these like news stories about North Korea, about how life is so horrible over there and how evil Kim Jong-un is and how like even the Chinese can't control this madman. Yeah. And they have all these weapons and there's like gulag and work camps. But this story is actually quite interesting. And, uh, you know, as far as I could tell, I think it's true. Um, they say North Korea plays this weird Blade Runner style music in Pyongyang every every morning except for Sunday. Okay. So for like two hours a day, early, like at six a.m., it starts playing this music, and it's creepy synth-sounding Blade Runner music that they play every morning, kind of as like a soothing wake-up yeah. music for their for their citizens. Right. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure what, what the deal is with it. it. You know, it's for an indeterminate period of time. They say it could be like two hours. Sometimes it's an hour. But it's like a soundtrack that fills the streets of Pyongyang. Nobody knows the name of the song, really, or the exact reason why it's played. But it's just weird. According to Wikipedia, the song is called 10 Million Human Bombs for Kim Il-sung. Oh, that's really He was like the grandfather, right? He was is like he? Kim Jong-un's, or Kim Jong-il's father? Yeah, okay. his father. Huh. Um, an alternate translation might cool. be 10 million will become human bombs. Okay. So we'll see. <laughs> Either way, the song is fucking weird. There's no mistaking it for something benign, is yeah. what you're saying. Okay. So, so listen right. to this. Let me set All the right. scene. All right. You're waking up. You sure it's not called like balloons. It's actually called 10 million human bombs. 10 million okay. human bombs. All right. 10 million human bombs for Kim Il sung. All right. All right. So you wake up in the morning and this is the first thing you hear. It's yeah. kind of like if you've ever been to like an Arabic country where the mosques have like the loudspeakers playing like that. Yeah. You know, like that weird music through the town. The calling people to pray. Singing. Correct. They're calling people to pray. Call to prayer. Instead, this yeah. is just this eerie music playing through the city that's supposed to soothe you yes. and get you ready to begin yeah. your work day. So right. do you have a cue? Yeah. Just play this. You can hear construction going on. Yeah, like someone's yeah. got like a sledgehammer or something going on there or jackhammer. And uh, you can hear it. So someone's like... Like taping is out their window on their iPhone. Yeah. Can imagine this for hours. So I'd love this actually. <laughs> you know, this is great because it's very Blade Runner. It is. It's like well, you were talking about uh, Vangelis, Vangelis. Blade Runner yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, he did. And so it is kind of, yeah. sounds like something that he would do. Yeah. It's a shame like she won't it. live. But then again, who does? Uh, <laughs> we should have this as like the background of every show, like yeah. the, the music bed. Or it's also kind of like the Discord or Clockwork Orange a little bit. Oh, it is yeah. kind of. Yeah, like the theme song from Clockwork yeah. Orange. Yeah. Not even the theme song, but the weird, like when he's in the record store, you know, like throughout the, the yeah, whole the movie. Weird, like, yeah. 
I just don't understand what the purpose of the music is. Is it mind control? Every morning except for Sunday yeah. is what they hear. I mean, it really it hits dystopia a little too much on the nose, I feel. You know? I guess. Do you think Donald yeah. Trump wants to play like Ted Nugent every morning for yeah. the American people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Wang Dang, Sweet yeah. Poontang. Yeah. He probably wants to play Kid Rock, like American Badass. I feel like this is like Trent Reznor's new score for like the new Emma Stone film or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, you think Whatever. this is like a Nine Inch Nails like instrumental track? Yeah. It's like in between like the heavy abrasive music, you have this one track that's like five minutes long of this kind of soothing synth where like the goths can kind of like, you know, settle down. Yeah. And then it's back to like settle down, terrible right. lie. Right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so it's weird. So nobody even really knows, you know, what this eerie music or the purpose of this eerie music or where it's even coming from. And uh, one of the, um, one, so this woman here, she wrote a book about uh, what's her name here? Her name is uh, Helen Louise Hunter. She wrote a book about Kim Il Sung's North Korea, and she describes this morning routine in Pyongyang where rush hour peaks around seven a.m. And she said this morning exercise music is blared over loudspeakers during this hour. So she says it's exercise music. And this other guy here, uh, Mark Fahey, who's an Australian biomedical engineer with a weird habit of vacationing in North Korea, which I didn't even know. Like, So are other countries, yeah. like if you're you know, from Australia or New Zealand or if you're from like South Africa, are you allowed into North Korea? Like, Could you just fly there and just hang out? You can. You might not be able to leave. So th you they know, do they allow might... foreigners in. I believe so, yeah. But not, not U.S. Citizens, At best, though. you'll be watched the entire time. At worst, <laughs> you won't be able to leave. You know, so. So this yeah. guy was there. And if you, if you do go there, you get a minder who kind of shows you where you're allowed to go and escorts you through the city. Right. And so this guy asked his minder about this weird music that he heard every day. Um, his minder replied, what music? I don't know what you're talking about. So they refused to even acknowledge it. That's, that's really weird. It's weird. You know? I don't know. It's one thing to live in a society where, um, you know, they have like, everybody does their exercise at the same time. That's, you know? that's a weird decision. And it's run future, by the yeah. government, you know. It's another thing to not even acknowledge it. Like, like the minder was like, I don't hear any music. And then he's, you know, it's been recorded. If you go on YouTube and you type in, Weird morning music, North Korea. You're yeah. gonna have like sundry videos mm. playing this music. So I, it's it's odd. I don't know. Maybe it's mind control. <laughs> Who knows what it is? Ten million human yeah. bombs for Kim Il Sung. Yeah. There you go. Well, maybe I mean, maybe when we have to listen to Cat Scratch Fever every day for two years straight, <laughs> we'll just get so used to it that we won't even hear it. You'd be like, yeah. what music? What do you? I don't hear about? any music. Yeah. <laughs> what would you want us to do? Yeah. Air Trump. Yeah. <laughs> mean Fuhrer. Um, okay, what do we have here for the second story? Okay. Murder suspect confesses to co-worker, asks him to pinky... You know what? Hold on a second. Jesus. Okay. I just wanted to restart the recording. You know, it's All like right. that stupid 20-minute bullshit. All right. So, Okay. So, sorry for that edit you'll have to do. Um, murder suspect confesses to co-worker, asks him to pinky swear not to tell. 
pinky swears. A yeah. very binding contract. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, a, a priest's <laughs> confessional, uh, you know, it's immunity. Like speaking to your lawyer, exactly. doctor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the man accused of murdering an elderly Liberty woman, this is in Ohio, told a co-worker that he may have killed someone and asked him to pinky swear not to tell anyone. Now, that's a weird predicament to be in with a co-worker. That is. That is not. Yeah. Because it's probably like in the morning, you well, know? I mean, I, like there's some things I like in the morning, like a coffee and like a muffin bagel maybe. an ethical True. dilemma is not something i like to be presented with in the morning well i also think there's there's <laughs> various know? levels or tiers to it to right. a dilemma like that like if my coworker's like dude pinky swear i took a shit in the urinal don't tell anybody i'd be like that's funny okay i'm not gonna say anything yeah yeah but if he's like you know i just bludgeoned an old woman to death I might ha I might have an, an ethical quandary on my hands. Yeah, I might have to I mean, say something. It's really, really that's not funny. Really puts you in a spot. A bind, yes, it mm -hmm. does. Yeah, Sean Clemens is charged with aggravated murder, robbery, and burglary in the killing of 84-year-old Jane Larue Brown, hmm. who was found dead in her Liberty home early Monday morning. Hmm. Yeah, yep. uh, I mean, it just goes to show you. I mean, if, it, if I've learned anything from the show. Uh, you know, from reading all these stories, it's uh, uh, don't be an old woman who lives by herself. Yeah, I mean, because that is you particularly vulnerable. Brutally murdered by yeah. some maniac. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Clemens told a co-worker that he had beaten someone up and cut that person's throat. The co-worker told investigators that Clemens made comments that he was going to spend the rest of his life in jail and made him pinky swear not to divulge any of the information he had told him. See, that's a weird thing too. Like if he had mm -hmm. been, you know, told his coworkers like, hey, if you say anything, I'm going to kill you and your family. I'd be yeah. like, okay, well now maybe I'm not going to say something. Right. But if he was just like, you got to promise me. And you're like, okay, I promise. No pinky promise. Yeah. And then made you do the whole pinky thing. Then I'd be like, all yeah. right, this guy's unhinged. Yeah. Like that's weird. Cross your heart and hope to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. Clemens made the comments during a drive to the methadone clinic where Clemens went for treatment, the affidavit said. So wait, he and the co-worker are both having methadone treatment? The two later went to work. See, it doesn't say, <laughs> it doesn't say if the co-worker was also going to the methadone clinic. If they worked at the same place, it's likely. Because generally when you are at a methadone clinic, the type of work you can do and you do is limited, let's say. So what are, what are they doing? Are they just working like a factory or something? Probably, like? probably something like that. So does it typically happen? Like if you work at a factory, mm -hmm. blue collar job, mm. you get, you know, you, you end up like having some kind of meth addiction or something. Does the company pay for your recovery or do it, they just fire you? They just generally fire. It depends on if there's a union involved. So the, if you're a union employee, then you could actually get, do you get like workman's comp? Uh, usually insurance off. covers it, but they give you time. They're supposed to give you time off. There's some people in my support group that are like on sabbaticals from like union jobs. That's, where that's insane. Yeah. Like teaching jobs and anything that's a union where they're allowed to go to rehab and then go to like outpatient. For how, how, how long do you get off? They've been there for, they've been in, uh, away from their jobs for months. Why didn't you do this? Cause it, you had a decent I, job. Yeah, but I didn't get to the rehab point until I didn't have a job. And there's no union for your job. They There's no just, union. They would have canned your ass. They would have canned yeah. me, yeah. 
They would have. Wow. Um, they would have canned me, although, honestly, I probably could have gotten a severance if I'd played my cards right. By saying you're like, I'm addicted to drugs through yeah. the stress of this job. Because I've done that before where I'm just like, I'm really depressed and I don't, and they're like, here's $10,000. Please go away and never talk to us again and sign this thing that weighs us of all responsibility of your suicide. I'm surprised you didn't do that because you're kind of the type like Ed Norton, Ed Norton in yeah. Fight Club yeah. showing up and like yeah. bruises all over your face. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, I'm going to blame you. Like, you didn't even do any of that. You just quit, right? Uh, no, I, I negotiated a mutual separation agreement so oh, that I could okay. still qualify for unemployment. Okay, well, that, yeah. that, that worked out. Yeah, then. always, always yeah. do that. Never quit a job. Yeah. Always negotiate a mutual separation agreement, thus qualifying for unemployment. Just a little tip from Harrison to you. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> a little pro tip going on there. Knowing is half the battle, yeah. How to live on the dole. Um, uh, though, if the, if the co-worker didn't go to the methadone clinic... That's a really fun fucking carpool you find your way in, you know? <laughs> well, what does he do? Yeah, does it's he like, wait? Like, like, the, like the, you know, the, the fucking carpool in Blondie in the comic strip. You know, like one of them has to go to the methadone clinic and you got to stop there while he waits in line with like degenerates. Because I've been to a methadone clinic. I went to a methadone clinic for three years and you wait in line with some fucking crazy degenerates. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. Se- I've seen the lines yeah. in San Francisco, the yeah. Tenderloin. It's, it's wild, It's like, man. God damn it, Dagwood. Yeah. Can't you get your <laughs> methadone elsewhere? Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, so th- there's a possibility mm. that this guy carpools with his coworker. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, cajoled into taking him to the methadone clinic and waiting until yeah. yeah. he gets his methadone. They must be good buddies. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was a street shaman. <laughs> there was a, um, a transgender vampire. Mm, that's yeah. weird. He had the fangs. He had the fucking, um, you know, the parasol, the whole thing. So with methadone, though, if you just, yeah. if I took a, <laughs> like a three shots of methadone, would I get really high? You'd probably die. Okay. I yeah. That's strong. Like when I was on methadone, I used to, they used to give me some take homes for the weekends and I would like always save a little just so I had some, just cause I'm like, you never know when you're in a jam and you need, and I just like, it accrued over time. And I just had it in like a juice bottle in my refrigerator. And it was, I was on a lot. I was on like, you know, 200 milligrams a day or something insane. But it didn't get you high though, right? I mean, it just kind of really. made you straight. It made me weird. It made me gain 100 pounds. It made my personality really strange. It did a lot of terrible, it made me really stupid. Hmm. Um, but it didn't get me high, no. But I mean, would it... If because you're because you're an some opi- people claim well, it you're an opioid high. addict. Yeah. Whereas like I'm not, but if I did like a teaspoonful, would I actually get a? Buzz? Oh yeah, you would get high, but it's so strong, you know. Like one time somebody actually drank it because they thought it was juice, and I had to take them to the hospital to get their stomach pumped because it's like two hundred, yeah, two hundred milligrams of methadone could kill like a bus full of children. <laughs> you know, I feel like, but it's like, not stronger than heroin, is it? It's pretty fucking strong, dude. Wow. It, it it's different. It's artificial. It's not based on on opium, but uh, it's yeah. Uh, Nazis invented it. Oh really? No, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, probably tested it on the Jews. Yeah, meth yeah. and methadone. They invented. Mm-hmm. They invented. Oh yeah, because yeah. Hitler Remember? was on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff they did. Those industrious guys. group of yeah, people yeah, over really. there. They, yeah. We owe them a lot. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. We're, we're doing a that new story. That was an aside. We yeah. digress. Yeah, we do. Um, <clears throat> so, 
God damn. The co-worker told investigators that he first thought Clemens may have gotten into a fight with an unknown man, but later questioned the statements. Clemens told him, the co-worker, to throw out a Samsung mini tablet and later threw it out of the car window during the drive. Why? Because I guess it was evidence, maybe. Was it stolen? It might have been stolen. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, that's you, weird. It, oh, this only gets weirder. The story. Okay, I've been through this. <laughs> well, he it, doesn't seem yeah. one to argue with. Like, no. I think I'd just kind of be like, all right, that's no. cool. I, I need you to pinky swear uh, I might have killed this, this somebody. Let's just say uh, somebody who's uh, maybe lives close to me. Let's not say a neighbor. Let's say somebody lives close. I may have killed them. I need to get rid of this evidence. <laughs> I got. We need to throw this uh, tablet, this iPad out. Uh, that's my iPad. No, we need to throw it out of the fucking car now. <laughs> yeah, this is how it went down, I think. So uh, uh, police said Brown, the old woman, was found dead in the home, appearing to have been stabbed and beaten. Mm. Missing yeah. was a flat screen TV and the house was ransacked. So he probably yeah. did take the tablet. So this Samsung mini tablet could very well have uh, been taken. He may have also been just trying to do a public service because those things can catch fire. They can. You those never know. They, tablets, they spontaneously yeah. combust. So it's a mixed bag, this guy. <laughs> this guy's smart as maybe. I don't know. Let's look into it. Uh, investigators noted that the black sli- backsliding glass door of Brown's home had been smashed and a sledgehammer was found nearby. Her 2017 Cadillac SUV was found... <laughs> was found burning (laughs) first of all I don't know why this is so funny second of all why would he burn the SUV I don't get it what are you you gonna burn the SUV for I don't know it was was found burning in a grass alley not just the fact that it was burning but it was something about it burning in a grass alley this is like too much for me (laughs) Um, and a gas can was nearby. <laughs> this guy's like a criminal mastermind, Mr. Pinky Promise guy here. God, I hope he's not someone's cellmate right now. That's a nice SUV. A 2017 yeah. Cadillac SUV. That's nice. Well, why wouldn't you like steal it and sell it to yeah. someone? Or I mean, something? well, a flat screen TV, what's, what can you get for that? $200? Yeah, you but know? the SUV. Yeah. Officers canvassing the neighborhood went to Clemens' home across the street and found the back breezeway door open and blood on the door. Got this guy. Yeah. A search of the home discovered the stolen flat-screen TV with blood on it. <laughs> it's like the Charlie Chaplin of criminals. Slam what a dunk. fucking idiot. It's like, you're going to go kill somebody. Why not go three streets over? Like you, That's the other thing. Like When someone kidnaps and rapes and murders their neighbor, it's like right. their neighbor child, it's like... You're going to be a fucking suspect, you fucking weirdo that lives alone making pinky promises to people. Yeah. It's like, you're going to be a suspect. You live across the street. Mm. Go murder the the woman like two streets over. Well, in case, you know, anybody had any doubts, uh, one of the items found in the suspect's house was a um, half of a $10 bill covered in blood. Half of a $10 half bill. Half of a $10 bill. Police said the other half of the $10 bill was in the old woman's house. <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah. So, you know, just goes to show you something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, cover your tracks. Yeah. Um, So, 
And and I why like why a te- why not take the other half of the ten dollar bill? Do you think that's his trademark? Like he was leaving it behind. I like, the half it? ten dollar bill gang. Yeah, that's just one guy. Like he's yeah. he wants to be known as like yeah. you know the 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 half dollar bill man or something. Yeah. Instead, he's going to be like the pinky promise. Yeah, idiot. The only time I've ever heard of doing something like that is when you you're like trying to investigate something. And you need to talk to somebody and you need to bribe them. You give them half. You take a $20 bill. You rip it in half. You give them half of it. And then they talk. And then when they and they tell you what you need to know, you give them the other half. Yeah, well, can you can you tape a dollar bill back together? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it's in oh, yeah. and be acceptable it be currency? Accepted. Yeah, it has to I be I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's technically illegal to rip it in half willingly to, def- to face a dollar bill. I think that's actually a crime. But I thought, yeah, I guess yeah, that makes sense. So. <laughs> It's the way you can get crack as but yeah you can you. you can I think I, I saw that in an episode of Rockford Files you know you can you can do that if you want to uh, so uh, Clemens who was arrested when he returned to the area was found to have injuries to his head and arm wow so she fought back yeah defensive uh, yeah eighty four year old woman fighting oh, yeah. back uh huh nice but it was not enough no apparently not. Uh, the court records say Clemens admitted during questioning that he broke into Brown's house with a sledgehammer and beat her with a garden shovel Ooh. while she was in bed. He wow. then used the knife. So this guy broke into this woman's house, 84-year-old woman's house, beat her with a garden shovel, and she yeah. still fought back. Yeah. What a badass old lady. Yeah. And like, why is he got to use so many tools? <laughs> I'm just, yeah, stab her. Yeah, just, you break in with a sledgehammer, kill her with a sledgehammer. You know, what's, why yeah. you got to get a garden sh- and then a knife? Yeah, I you know? know, that's, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Do you have a rake? What is he, a dentist? Yep. He's got all these different tools. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's resourceful. Yeah. Uh, Clemens told investigators that he stole the items, put them in his house and burned the car. <laughs> And burn the car, burning himself and his dog in the process. Wait, so he took his dog with him to burn the car. God, this guy's an idiot. Wait, does it does it say if he's like mentally incompetent? <laughs> it doesn't. But does he have Down syndrome? Did you see a picture? <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't have a handler. I'm more an idiot. Yeah. No. I mean. Uh... I can I can tell you that methadone does, you know, you're not the brightest person in the world. Even if you were pretty smart before, it I dulls think, your I senses, was, sensibilities so. a little bit. Makes you a little weird. Like I used to go, I used to be in stores. I used to go buy um, box DVD box sets of of television show seasons and never watch them. But I, not just I used to buy them and think like this is important. This is going to change my life. This is something <laughs> I need to do, and it's important. You know. <laughs> But like, you like know, box sets and then I never, I, yeah, I never watch, you know, season four of MASH. I never even unwrapped the fucking And thing. then when you relapse, you sold it back to Amoeba to get money. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 That's how it works. Yeah. So you can't, it can, there's some pretty odd behavior that well, you can exhibit from this, but, uh, I think this guy was yeah. odd before all of this. I still feel, I, I could see burning yourself by accident. When you're trying to light a car on fire, because well, he's got a gas can, he probably got gasoline all yeah, over. Yeah, maybe his... it's the first time you've ever lit a car on fire. Now, you know, I, I, but your dog, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, 
How's the thing. dog going to help? Well, I don't know. Like, what was the dog yeah. doing? Running around? Like, yeah. why, I just don't know why you'd even bring your dog to the no. the burning. Leave your dog at home. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe okay. makes me think it's probably an emotional support animal. Because oh, this guy seems retarded. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. I guess, I guess, you know, if, if you get depressed while committing uh, brutal atrocities, uh, <laughs> having an emotional a, support Yeah. Dog. Having a pet yeah. can really, you know, bring your mood up. Anyway, hmm. there you go. So, uh, so what, so what happened? Did the coworker uh, call the police? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure what happened. Yeah. He probably went to the methadone clinic, oh. dropped out, got to work, and be like, "Hey, man, I'll see you in a second. Got to yeah. run, run to the bathroom. Went right outside. Nine one one. Guy, you got to come down here yeah. quickly. Well, it, it, psycho. It's, it's weird because when you read it, it, it actually seems like his coworker was like, "Oh, this guy probably uh, just beat some other scumbag to death." Whatever, who cares? You know. Yeah, didn't think it was an old lady. Yeah, didn't think. And then he was like, "Wait a minute!" He started to think of some of the statements. He pulls you know? out a blood-covered Samsung mini tablet. Yeah, and all the <laughs> all the all the doilies. You know, yeah, just, the doilies. <laughs> He's wearing like an old lady yeah. sweater. <laughs> I love my grandkids. That that's just weird. Yeah, that's weird. There you all go. right. <clears throat> R.I.P. Grandma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, third story we got here is uh, actually this is like a double a double story. It's like two in one, a two for one, a two for two for yeah. Tuesday. Got it. Um, many listeners sent both of these stories in. Okay, so I'm trying to make a I'm making a comment on the, on these stories and this type of story, mm-hmm. um, and then mm-hmm. also asking people to do a little bit of investigation before sending something in. Um, Mark sent this in to uh, to the Hotmail Cigarant Podcast Hotmail.com. He goes. Monkey rapist or Harrison as a furry? You know, the two are hard to differentiate. I guess so. You know, because yeah. Harrison a monkey suit could very well be a monkey rapist. I mean, if I get to that point, you know. If you were to I'll be a furry, though, what type of animal I'll would you be? Ooh. Would it be a monkey or would you actually do like a, nah. like a wolf or something? No, I, I'm thinking like a lemur. A lemur. Yeah. Wow. That kind is of the stuff like of that. nightmares. Yeah, yeah. Harrison, yeah, a yeah. lemur outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Are those lemurs the ones who do this? The animals who I, like with their with their paws up? I think so. Like I think kind yeah. of, yeah. Would like you cut that. out the crotch area or would you have that? Um, I'd have it removable. <laughs> with a zipper. Yeah. Yeah. So. so just reading the headline of this story would make me think, okay, my bullshit detector is going off. I'm thinking this is probably fake news. And then I would do a search and see if it's on Snopes or something. However, a lot of our listeners tend not to do that ever. Maybe because they couldn't be fucked to do it. They're just like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to. It's like, no. let you guys sort yeah. it out. You guys sort out the fake news. Yeah. And then other listeners might be like of the Kellyanne Conway mindset. What is fake news? Yeah. What might be fake to you might be very real to someone else. Yeah. I mean, you know? it depends on how you fa- define real. Exactly, because you know? she lives in a completely alternate reality where yeah. gay baboons yeah. terrorize villagers and rape men. Yeah, I'm sure Kellyanne Conway might think this is real. And so, yeah, so this is the headline. Gay baboon terrorizes villagers, rapes five men. Okay. Right off the bat, I'd be like, mm. okay, this mm. probably is not real. I want it to be true. I want that. Reading that, yeah. I was like, I wish this was true. Though, if it's, if it's going to be any kind of an ape... A baboon is one I wouldn't put it past. You know? Yeah, but I've, yeah, Those I've things. I've seen yeah. you know growing up in South Africa, yeah. baboons are wild. 
especially in Durban. And there are many times when uh, you'd just be at like a park or something and be baboons around. Okay. You heard a lot of, you don't go near them, but yeah. they, people feed them and things like that. But you'd see baboons just sitting there wanking. Hmm. Just their dick out, just whacking off. So if an animal in the, or in the monkey world, like of the monkey genus, was going to rape somebody, I would say the baboon would probably be my first, my first guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this happened apparently uh, somewhere in Africa, Abuja or something. Yeah. Men at a village in the northwest are, are leaving in fear over a big male baboon that likes to grope and bonk human males. Okay. So when you, when you see the word bonk mm. in the story, that's another one that makes me think, this might be fake news. Bonk. Unless it's like the Drudge Report. See, I, what, what raises know? a red flag for me is grope. I think because I don't, I don't think apes. Grope. I think apes generally skip the fucking foreplay, you know, well, and go right for the fucking sex. Yeah, but apes might run up to you and grab a titty or something. I could see that happening. Maybe you could say that was a groping action, but bonking, mm. bonk. Yeah. Why don't you say you know sodomize? Okay, human males. <laughs> right. you know? uh, the baboon is no. said to have attacked more than six men the past week. What is baffling the villagers, however, is the fact that that baboon only attacks guys. It does not hurt its victims. Rather, it performs sexual acts on top of the terrified victim and then just leaves. Hmm. So it's like basically pulls you down and dry humps you. Okay. And then oh, leaves. Oh, it doesn't actually penetrate you. Well, I guess it depends on what you're hmm. wearing. Uh, I mean, one, didn't this happen to a deer like a month ago? Remember that story? Did someone... Uh, it was an ape. Just like fucking jumped on a deer oh, and yeah, fucking dry, dry humped, humped it, it and jerked off on it and came on its back and then just fucking left. Yes, they're opportunistic lovers, those animals. Seems like, uh, you know. But this is just weird to me that yeah. it would just single out men that is to weird. do this too. You yeah, know? that is weird. Um, yeah. One victim, George Triuni, here said that he was mm -hmm. coming from the local Shabin, because that's where they <laughs> hang out, <laughs> when the baboon attacked You're just him. saying words that don't mean anything. <laughs> You know what a Shabin is? Uh, yeah, I go there all the time. Uh, I bring my uh, Shamuli there. Yeah. <laughs> Shabin is a just like a, a like a, I forget what they call them here, but it's like a distillery where they make illegal moonshine. Oh, like okay. what, what's that called? I thought it's where you go to get your uh, Poji maraxed. <laughs> that's where I mean. That's generally if I need to get my Poji maraxed, I go to a Shabin in the Dr. Seuss world. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, a Shabin is a thing in Africa where they like make illegal moonshine. Okay, uh, so the guy was on his way back from the local Shabin. Yeah, you know, a little tipsy, and all of a sudden the baboon jumps out of nowhere, pins him down. He says, "I thought I wanted to kill me, but I realized it was after my bum." So that's all he wanted. Mm. His little man ass here. Yeah. Uh, five men were admitted to the hospital after experiencing acute anal pain and fatigue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, doctors confirmed that the men have anal cancer now because that's how you get anal cancer. See, that's the red flag for yeah. me. That's the red flag. With the anal cancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the stuff before. Even if, even if somehow, <laughs> in some way, anal sex led to anal cancer, it would take like 20 years. Oh, no, doctors totally realize. It's instant when it's yeah. in baboon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you just get it right away. I like how yeah. that's the first thing that yeah. gives you the red flag. The gay baboon raping men. That, that's fine. <laughs> oh, could, that could happen. Yeah. That could happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, doctors confirmed after examining the men yeah. with the acute anal pain that anything, they now have anal cancer. Anything goes at a shemine. Yeah. Or whatever. The baboon, no. which has been nicknamed Somizi, travels alone. Mm. Apparently, uh, Somizi is the name of a homosexual entertainer in South Africa. He's like some 
comedian entertainer. Oh, okay. And he's openly gay, mm. and so he's ridiculed throughout the throughout the country. Huh. Um, so yeah, so uh, he's nicknamed Sumizi because he likes to rape men. And uh, according to an animal behavior specialist, said this is strange because baboons are known to travel in troops. So it's weird that this one baboon's an outcast. He might have been chased away from the troop, mm. maybe because he's gay. You know, maybe the other baboons are like, you're gay, yeah. out of the troop, yeah. you know? Um, when journalists no. visited this village to find out more about mm. this groundbreaking news, totally yeah. truthful news story. Baboons have, have strict moral boundaries amongst they themselves. They certainly do, yeah. yeah. They really do. Um, in the baboon Bible, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> they're very anti-gay. It's like, yeah. you know, homosexuality is a sin in the baboon Bible. Yeah. Um, so when journalists... We're investigating this very true, truthful story. Uh, they visited the village and they found that all male school kids were said to be wearing dresses as a preventative measure until the baboon's been dealt with. Because that's going to trick the baboon <laughs> when he sees a man in a skirt because he's going to be like, wait, that's, yeah. that's a woman. Sorry. <laughs> so that's maybe that's a good reason to be a drag queen. I guess so. Yeah. You know? And so you don't get raped by baboons. Mm. So, th- so there you go, people. There's a lot of red flags with that one. Yeah. Like I would say, okay, there's probably a good chance that this is fake news mm-hmm. you know, off of that. So the second story mm-hmm. that was sent in also by multiple listeners. In fact, one mm-hmm. listener even posted to my Facebook page. Yeah. His name's Dom. Mm-hmm. He uh, sent this in. Borneo. This happened in Borneo. Mm-hmm. Irish tourists savagely raped by a 400-pound orangutan. Now, was this, did this story come from the failing New York Times? <laughs> you know, I actually, I don't know where this one came okay. from. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. <laughs> you know, bad, fake news. Yeah. Um, sad. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> you know what's weird? I've gotten so used to those tweets, I actually start to think. Like in, that in those in, tweet in the in language of those tweets sometimes. <laughs> sad. You know what? Exclam- bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake news. Mm. Sad driver cut me off. Sad, you know. <laughs> like seriously, I start to think in those fucking in that parlance, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I I I can feel you on that. Right. Uh, I like how the tweets are still ongoing, even though he's publicly ridiculed yeah. by ever and not even yeah. public like internationally ridiculed. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's it's entertaining. Got to admit that. Yeah. Um, so Irish tourist was raped by an orangutan. So just okay. reading that, I was already kind of, hmm, I'm a little suspicious of yeah. this one too. Because I don't know how often that happens. Yeah, I um, mean, Irish tourists are not the most rapeable kind. However, think about this yeah. though. Irish people hmm. tend to have red hair, long red hair. Oh. Orangutans also are the gingers of the gorilla world. Although, have you seen Planet of the Apes? There's a hierarchy of the apes, right? The, the, the orangutans gorillas, tend to be like doctors, right? Yeah, they're doctors. Yeah. They're not really rape capable, you know? But they have they're, penises. I guess so. But they're they're the most intelligent, gentle, you know? Well, in Planet of the Apes, in I'm Planet saying in real apes. life, okay, though, right. you know, all a male right. orangutan yeah. is sitting around, you know, eating bamboo or whatever it does. <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden, yeah. a... Irish, yeah. a stout Irish lad walks by okay. yeah. you know, with his long red flowing locks. Right. And I'm sure that orangutan's like, got a boner and right off that just has to rape you. I suppose so. That's what happens. You know, I always thought they'd be busy like, you know, working on dissertations and whatnot. These orangutans. <laughs> I wonder know? what would happen if like, you know, 
the I wonder if like the zoos in Ireland actually have orangutans because I imagine that would just drive them crazy. Hmm. All the men walking around with long red hair. Yeah. You know, and women long red hair. Sure. You know. Yeah. Um. And who knows what could have happened here? Yeah. You never know. This Irishman could have been over there drinking yeah. like twelve Guinnesses and exposing his buttocks suggestively to this orangutan. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so an ecologist's dream to watch orangutans in their natural habitat quickly turned into his worst nightmare after being savagely attacked and raped by a 400-pound orangutan in the jungle of Borneo. Zach O'Reilly, a young 26-year-old from Ireland, who is uh, studying biology at the Dublin City University, has been a Greenpeace activist for the past three years. He had dreamed, dream, this has been his dream, of seeing orangutans in their natural habitat. And was a strong advocate against the palm oil industry, which is a threat to the endangered species. Now not I think he's all pro, now he's pro palm <laughs> yeah. oil for sure. Let's get it going. Um, he was over there studying them, and uh, yeah, the young man was qu- quickly uh, he was raped by this gorilla or this orangutan. He was quickly brought back to a missionary hospital near Kalimantan, where he lay unconscious for mer- many hours, where doctors found traces of internal bleeding. He probably has anal cancer yeah, now. He does. That's exactly what happens. Done deal. Yep. As soon yeah. as soon as you get boffed by a gorilla, <laughs> you know, is that, is that the term boofed by a gorilla? Boffed. Yeah. 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 Boffed. Yeah. yeah. Boffed. You know, Bummed. this is, this is, I mean, these fake stories are uh, amusing in a horrific sort of way, but uh, in all seriousness, it probably led to like a bunch of guys going out and shooting endangered Orangutans. Yeah. yeah after this, <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah. Um, Kelly O'Reilly, the victim's mother, says she used to tease him, telling her son he looked like an orangutan because he had long red hair and he's kind of a fat guy. Uh, but she never suspected he'd be sexually assaulted by one. She told reporters in tears. Up? If this were real, why would you even bring that up? You know, like, let's interview the victim's mother. You know, it's a funny thing that my son just got raped by an orangutan because people used to call him an orangutan in college. Uh, why are you bringing this up? Because it's a bizarre coincidence. Okay, yeah. That's what it is. All right. Sure. Do you think he's going to have issues now, though? You know, if this was a true story, mm-hmm. if he's going to have issues like going on later in life, do you think he's only going to be able to be sexually gratified if he's with an orangutan? It's possible. You know, it's yeah. causing problems. Mm-hmm. Um, We've just, both of us were digging our graves today. <laughs> the tour episode. guide who yeah. is present on the dramatic trip says yeah. he warned various tourists to be careful around the animals. He said, I specifically told him to wear a hat mm. and hide his orange hair as that could entice the orangutans. Yeah. It's like Spanish fly for yeah. orangutans. Yeah. I'm not surprised what happened. I warned him many times. He did not listen. Yeah. So they're all just waiting to rape someone with orange hair. Okay. You know? Ginger should never go to Borneo. If you're a ginger, listeners, mm. listener, ginger listeners out there, avoid Borneo. Yeah. You don't want to go there. No. He says it's very dangerous for the people um, with orange hair. The males get very excited. A male mm. followed us deep into the jungle, many kilometers, very aggressive. There's nothing I could do. Well, I mean, luckily, gingers are being bred out of existence. Oh, really? Yeah, they are. I didn't know it's that. Thing, yeah. I Who mean, it's a recessive this? gene, so they're just, as time goes on, there'll be none of them eventually. I read hmm. this somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be fake gingers, I'm sure. Yeah. 
A spokeswoman for the Borneo Tourism Board says it's the first time an orangutan's actually physically assaulted a tourist in one of their mm. parks. She says they're deeply horrified and saddened by the entire affair. Uh, we've offered the young victim a free tour if he ever wishes to come back again, because I'm sure that's going to happen. Mm. If I was raped by an orangutan, <laughs> first thing I would do after you know recovering from the yeah. anal scarring yeah. and the uh, internal bleeding yeah. is be like, I'm going to go back and hang out in the Borneo jungle, finish that yeah. tour. They, uh, they also offered him a, a pass to the 2018 Fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, VIP, actually. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said they'll provide increased security for the travelers in the future. What are you going to do? Yeah. There, is there rape spray? I mean, what are you going to do here? We're going to have a lot of Harambe situations, yeah. I feel like. You know? <laughs> Rest in peace, Harambe. Mm. Um, a similar incident was previously reported at Jakarta Zoo in 2014 mm. when a young red-haired woman was hospitalized after an orangutan broke out of its cage and tried to mate with her. So, you know, this happens. Hmm. Yep. Resulting in the death of the, of, uh, of, the, of the animal by zoo employees. Um, so I looked this one up because I had to. Yep. And yeah, that's false too, according mm. to Snopes. Uh, okay. This did not happen. Yeah. Irish tourists was not raped by a male orangutan. Even though I'd like that to happen. Yeah. You know, right. it, it, I like. I wish that it did. It, di it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, I, I read another article that was saying that this South African fake news site that was reporting the gay baboon story is reportedly using homophobic panic as a subject of its supposedly humorous satire. Mm. So, okay. um, yeah, an it's agenda. a fake news site. Yeah, they have yeah. an agenda there. Because homosexuality is illegal yeah. in over 30 countries in Africa. So apparently it's, it's definitely a source of humor. Huh. So it, it's kind of funny over there. I, guess, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's... I think the lesson learned here yeah. is if it sounds too good to be true, it's most likely false. It's probably a fake news story. Yeah. You know? Fake news with an agenda is the worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you That'd think be about like it... If, if, like, if like The Onion was run by the NRA or something, you know? Well, if you think about <laughs> you it... You don't want that. If you think about it, like 10 yeah. years ago... If someone's like Donald Trump's going to be president, would mm. you be like, okay, fake news? Yeah, bad. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's not going to happen. Although, if you told somebody in the fifties that fucking Ronald Reagan was going to be president, they probably think the same thing. They think the same thing. Yeah, you know. So who knows? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. just do a search for it, maybe before you send it in. Although I do really, I really wish those articles were true. Yeah. Because they're hilarious. Right. They were kind of funny. Anyway, we got to move on to phone calls. People, um, send your story to sickerongpodcasthotmail.com. We have some phone calls to get to. Sickerong Hotline 323-522-4032. Before that, uh, here's another word from uh, Adam and Eve about the sex swing. Yeah. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no! When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DIDDLE for the offer code upon checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, DIDDLE, at adamandeve.com. So people, got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 uh, is that number. Uh, the first call, actually, in fact, all these calls that we're going to play today were all from Englishmen. Mm. Englishmen. 
He is an Englishman. The first is from a new listener, and the other one are two very drunk mm-hmm. Englishmen who um, have some some, uh, some some opinions, I guess, on the show. I'd say some very strong opinions yeah. on the future of the show. Okay. Um, so let's uh, let's play the new listener first. Ah, uh, okay. Hey, Harrison, how's it going? Chris Pace from the UK, Manchester, talked about the fucking... Uh, Manchester? You know, my sister went to Manchester University. Oh, she went to really Manchester University? My, not the one you met, my younger half-sibling. Oh? Yeah. I know. There you go. Dogging shit last time. <laughs> this is just dead quick. I just want to know, I've been listening to the podcast for quite a while, not, not years or anything like that. But every time I hear it, the intro... Is he calling from the inside of a dryer? I don't know. I think he's or a probably... washing machine or something? I think he's riding on the bus or oh, something, okay. on the All tube. Right. He's on the tube. All right. <laughs> that goes, uh... It's catchy. And then that guy goes... Ah, <laughs> listen, <laughs> you're me. Listen to me. Pick him wrong. <laughs> it makes me piss myself, yeah, but... I don't know who it is. I'm sure you've fucking mentioned it before. And I do want to go through the back catalogue. Because um, I fucking love the podcast, but you got enough fucking ass licking last week from some cunt. So I'm not doing that. But I do like it. So can you just tell me who that is and what the crack is with that intro? And also, some of the <laughs> that makes me laugh every time is the fucking Adam and Eve guy um, on the advert <laughs> that goes, he talks about it, and then he goes, Lick my balls! <laughs> Good gags. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. You fuck. I bet you're feeling pretty <laughs> stupid right now, D, for not creating a wiki oh, for the show. Oh, I should create yeah. a wiki for the show. <laughs> of all the knows. characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of characters. Um, young, naive listener. Mm. A newbie to the sick and wrong world. Um, th- those Actually, both those those characters are notorious sick and wrong characters. Um, one of them's still living. Uh, the, the guy that says lick my balls at the end is Trucker Paul, the notorious Trucker Paul. Um, I, don't, I don't know what happened to Trucker Paul. He kind of stopped, uh, he stopped calling in a few years ago. Mm. Um, that, that guy was great. He had some of the best stories. He would call in talking about uh, shitting into plastic bags and throwing them at Prius drivers while he's driving on his truck. Yeah. Um, he's great. He's great. I, I'm sure he's out there every now and then. He's called me a couple of times recently, but it's been a while since you heard from him. But yeah, the lick my balls thing. Um, we, I think when he first started calling in, when the podcast first started, uh, we doubted the authenticity of his stories about being a truck driver. I didn't. I think it was Wackerly. Wackerly was like, I don't believe you're a truck driver. So then he called back and he was just like, you don't think I'm a real truck driver? Well, listen to this. And he's like, boop, boop, lick my balls. Okay. So that's right. where that came from. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, the guy who's in our intro music, that is none other than Bob Madigan. Probably one of the most beloved uh, characters we've had on the show. Um, rest in peace, Bob Madigan. I miss that guy. He drank himself to death. He's a leaving San Francisco. Remember the movie Leaving Las Vegas? Is that yeah. kind of situation? Okay. Like Bob, and he like split from his wife, stayed in a hotel room for like a year, and just mm. drank himself to death. 
Yeah, it's kind of a sad end to that guy. But that guy, he had a, he had a great heart. I miss that guy. Like I met him. <clears throat> I met him when uh, I was doing Rampage Radio. He just kind of would show up, and he was also one of those dudes that's just like a punk rock casualty. I wish you would have been able to meet him, but you know the type. Yeah. Like, he had been in a lot of punk rock bands and some good bands, a band called Fluff Girl, a few other ones, Slaughterhouse, a few other bands. But he's one of those people that just did so many drugs that his mind was, like, irrevocably damaged. Like, there's no way he's going to come back. Like you, like, you could stop doing drugs, and you're going to be just as intelligent as you were before. Sure. Whereas, like, Bob Madigan, you know, after, like, 30 years of drinking mm. and, you know, abusing other drugs, like, he was kind of like Barney. Yeah. Like, his brain was just cottage cheese. Okay. Uh, the weirdest thing about, no. about uh, Bob, and you can actually hear this in the show, so, like, I don't remember what episode, but it's definitely the early episodes. I had uh, Bob Madigan co-host a show with me. I think it might have been when I pissed on Wackerly's Xbox. He was upset. And Bob Madigan co-host show, and he was fucking just so wasted, he could hardly even communicate. Mm. And even we're doing this, I remember we're doing the stories, and I'm like, yeah, just read a story. And he's reading it, and it's like this horrible murder, and he's just kind of reading this, and he's like, I don't understand why this is funny. Yeah. I'm like, well, no, it's it's funny. It's supposed to be, he's like, it's mm. not funny. Someone died. Yeah. So I was like, no, it is funny. It's, it's the whole point of the fucking show. God yeah, damn it. Yeah. Like it was, and he's so drunk, he like tried to leave like three times, fall mm. off his chair. Mm. Then I didn't see him for a while. It turned out he went sober, like went through a program. He was sober for almost a, almost mm. a year. And so I went to his birthday party and I brought like a 12 pack of High Life. And uh, yeah, it's like, he shows up, he's like, oh, I don't drink anymore. And he sounded totally normal. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it. It was like when Barney and The Simpsons, Barney and Homer became astronauts. Sure. And Barney stopped drinking and yeah. trained with NASA and was yeah. like a total normal person. Right. It was kind of like that. I was, he cleaned up, like shaved and cut his hair. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, and then he came on the show and then that episode, you're like, wow, I mean, he sounds totally normal. And uh, then, like, maybe a year after that, he just went straight relapse downhill back mm. into even worse than he was before. That guy would drink a fifth of vodka a day and not, like, absolute. Like, mm. he was drinking, like, you know, Shaska vodka, the charcoal filtered vodka you could buy for, like, $4 mm. for a fifth. Georgie and, vodka. I yeah, just like that, that kind of shit. Methadone, yeah. And then, uh, at, like, at least a 12-pack of High Life a day. So a fifth of vodka and a 12-pack of High Life a day. Every day. Usually more. Uh, it's a lot. It's 12 a pack, lot. 12 pack? 12 pack? Usually, uh, no, 12 pack 12 of high pack. life a oh, day God. and a fifth of vodka mm. every day. Mm. As soon as he woke up, he was on the, you know, disability because I think he's just retarded or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, he wasn't long for this life, but mm. uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. I do miss him. But yeah, that is his voice mm. from when he did a promo for us when uh, he was really fucked up. So you should go back and listen to those old episodes, though, because Bob Madigan's kind of amazing. Mm. He'd been on the show several times. Like, I remember one time I made a joke about his wife's peg leg because she had uh, one leg, and he got really upset about it. Mm. Yeah, and, like, we had to call and apologize. It was like a whole thing. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so in answer to your question, Bob mm. Madigan and Trucker Paul. Yeah, I mean, it's before my time, but no, apparently the show has a... Um long and proud tradition of exploiting the unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of trivia yeah, there for exactly you. yeah um so the next the next caller here is another english guy who loves lance this guy still has a boner for lance and he also has very strong opinions about the direction of this show all right all right oh you bunch of fucking cunts is that a fart it's me 
I ain't ringing that. <laughs> sounded like it. <laughs> it sounded like he yeah. just like the phone rang. Yeah. He was about to talk and then he just yeah. farted instead. And one of those really funny farts. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it sounded like yeah. a little bugle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and just, I still listen to the show, mate. But I've got to give you a couple of fucking couple of key tips. Tips? Hmm. You've been politicking it over a lot, baby. Getting bang into politics, that's what that means. To ease up with that. Ease up with that. I think he might be listening to the older episodes because we did ease up on the politics. We did. We yeah. did. We, yeah. we kind of avoided. We ease up. We'll leave. We'll every now and then throw in mm. a couple snide remarks about our esteemed president. But yeah, yeah more or less, we've eased up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's a sick and wrong show. It ain't the fucking politics show. Right? It's a it, it, it's a sick and wrong show. Harrison needs to step his game up. If you ask me, <laughs> this accent. I don't know. I feel like with this, anyone who comes up to me with an accent like this, I feel like they're about to wrongly accuse me of being Jack the Ripper, you know, <laughs> and lynch me or something. I would think I was about to get glassed. Yeah, that's a pretty good yeah. assumption. Mm. All right, you pair of cunts. I'll tell you something now, mate. Give it back to the original formula, because it ain't quite flowing at the moment. I don't care what anyone says, it ain't quite flowing. <laughs> That's why I thought I'd give you a ring. It's Dan. It's Dan the man, by the way. Oh. Up my game how? Well, what I want to know, what's the original formula? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the show has changed a bit, yeah. but it's still just as retarded and stupid and nonsensical as it was before. Yeah, I mean, this, this isn't KFC, you know? It's <laughs> the original formula. The original yeah. formula, yeah. yeah. I'm not quite sure what that was. But hey. Yeah. Somebody was somebody. I think one of my counselors in rehab was trying to like reassure me about life or something, and was like Colonel Sanders. You know, before he came up with the form, new the formula, he was on the verge of suicide. He was going to kill himself. And I just thought that was the funniest fucking thing. And I just started <laughs> Are you laughing. To be inspired? I don't know, but I just saw, I, I had to. Get, I got kicked out of the session, the group, because I just wouldn't stop laughing. <laughs> The thought of Colonel Sanders like about to hang himself was just too much for me. I couldn't handle it. Anyway. <laughs> I've rang a few times before. You may not recognize me. You may do. All right. I just, I, I just wanted to get back to how it used to be, mate. Ain't quite fucking as, as mental as it used to be. You see, mental. <laughs> mental. But, um, I'll keep it under three minutes. Do you know I want to keep it? Mate, hang on. Two, two minutes fifty nine. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. We're just hitting the two minute mark any minute now. He's wasted on the well, wife no, D, D. Stop bragging about your toes, mate. Stop bragging about your fucking cats and fucking. Get... You say your curtains? No, my cats. Oh, okay, okay. Because that's what I oh. do every show. Yeah, you do. It's like I talk about yeah. my tattoos. Yeah. Listen to my new story about my tats, bro. Yeah, and if it's not your cats or your tattoos, it's your fucking cats' tattoos. Yeah, my you cats' know? tattoos. Yeah. yeah, give it up. The fucking show back on the go back on the go, mate. Get it back where it used to fucking be. And Allison, yeah, you make it great again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mega. Sorry. Yeah. You ain't bad, geez. You don't do a bad job, maybe. You ain't no Lance. You never will be. So don't ever fucking think about that. Because you never will be a Lance. Lance is long 
and deeply missed. And we all know about that. You know, I haven't really given that much thought because I think I listened to like two episodes before oh, I started. Lance. Before yeah, before I started doing. Well, the that's show. good though because you don't yeah. want to be you know you don't you don't want to yeah. have preconceived notions yeah. going into it because yeah. you're doing your own your own characters, yeah. your own personality yeah. in it. You know, so. of course he's not going to be Lance. Mm. Well, what's funny to me though is that. Uh, you know, there are some people out there. It's like, oh, Lance is so deeply missed, and I miss mm. Lance. Lance just doesn't even give a shit about <laughs> this show at all. <laughs> it's like I'll talk to the guy. We don't even. Well, we text every now and then, but it's like, yeah, he couldn't care less. Mm. Doesn't want to come on it anymore. We all, uh, we all miss Lance, mate. We all miss Lance. Like I don't care what anyone fucking says. Lance was fucking unbelievable. And I, I, I tried to get Wackerly to sub one of the shows where you're in rehab. Yeah. And he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I asked him on, I texted him, I asked him, I was yeah. like, hey man, would you be down maybe me you and Steel? And he just wrote back, nope. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> people, people want what they can't have, you know? Oh yeah. Mm. Never try to fucking fill his boots, Harrison, because you never will. But that being said... It doesn't mean I don't want you, Harrison. I'm largely unfamiliar with his boots, so, yeah. You'll never fill them. Yeah. You're a geezer. It's quite pushy. You do do a good job. You're always high. You're always on drugs. you always got cotton mouth. As everyone knows. Oh, yeah, he might be a little behind on the episodes. Wait, but... Do you still have Cottonmouth now that you You know, I drugs? still do, because I, I, I listen to the show now, and I still hear myself. Maybe I'm just used to it, because I don't hear it. I thought it was just because I thought I'd be better hydrated now that I'm not on drugs, but I'm still kind of dehydrated. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, okay, so you said he's cush I'm cushy. I know what that means. What does that mean? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm all right. Kushti. 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 He's Kushti, mate. Yeah, mate, Kushti. he's Kushti. Yeah. I, like I know that. I know what that means. From a, only from listening to the show from a, somebody who called in before and said the same thing about me. Kushti. Uh I've never been clear on the definition of geezer. In, I think in uh the UK. I think geezer means like you're a good lad, like a good old boy. Okay. Like you're a geezer. You're a good okay. guy. I think I don't because here it's a geezer's an old Cause person because the British fans on Facebook they write me and they'll be like yo hey what's up geezer and I'm like I'm not even forty yet dude you know yeah like, well what that's is... an American definition that's okay so I think right. I think what it is it's like a geezer is like an old guy okay yeah. all right oh like a good like a good old boy yeah like Texas yeah, oh he's a good ah, old some geezer. of those good old he's boys yeah woo wee but don't don't ever try. To take Lance's boots because I'll tell you something now, mate. Lance, he's one, one, one of a kind, mate. One of a kind. <laughs> but I'm just going to check the boots. Oh, you... fuck, I've gone over. All right, keep it real. <laughs> okay. So this guy calls back yeah. with basically the exact same call. Mm hmm. Like, he says the same thing, except he starts telling about why the show is mental. Mm. And he goes into this, like, really confusing story. A, like anecdote about a, a story that we told me and Lance told on the show about a Mexican guy yeah. who got crushed in a truck. Okay. I don't know any of the context. Okay. I have no idea, no recollection of the story. Mm. And I don't, he doesn't really do much of a, uh, a, a, you know, very descriptive act of telling it. And so it's just, you, you hear him just be like, oh, this Mexican got crushed. Oh, he was so funny. Yeah. 
get it back to the formula. And then yeah. he goes, the whole thing of the boots and all that. Okay. Yeah, so it was the yeah. same call. So anyway, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's interesting to hear that. that Because um, I haven't heard anybody come in. Because you've been on the show for a while now. Yeah. I haven't heard many people call in and be like, mm. you'll never fill those yeah. boots. But I think there are a lot of listeners, you know, who listened to the show back around like episode 300, yeah. then stopped, and then now came and started listening to it now. But it's like, you know, things evolve. Things yeah. move on. No, but I, I do sincerely apologize for shamelessly aping Lance's broadcasting style. You know, <laughs> he, would, he would frequently talk about his, you know, sexual deviancy and... Yeah, he was, a, he was a deviant, that yeah. guy, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I, but I, yeah, but that's, that's the thing. It's like, why would you want the same show with a new guy? Like, it's yeah. like you get a new co-host mm. and you do a different show and things right. evolve and whatever. I mean, that's the way it is. However, this guy might have one opinion, mm. but other people have a completely opposite opinion. So we got another call from another very drunk Englishman okay. with a completely opposite opinion mm. of that previous caller. Just about fucking 25 minutes I had to work out the fucking English. Uh, I'm going cool, you know, with plus one, plus zero one, plus fucking one. Fuck Can't you just. That is annoying though. Can't you picture this like drunken limey coming Mm. back? He just got back from the pub. Yeah. He managed to find his keys (laughs) to open his door and then he's like, I'm going to go sick and wrong. And he's like sitting there teetering back and forth. Zero, zero, one, zero, one, one, three, two. Yeah. Ah, fuck Mm. it. God damn it. He's just Mm. like sitting there on the phone probably for like 20 minutes. Uh, Because I never remember how how to do that. I always have to Google it. Every single time I call internet, I never you, remember. Can't you like just record a little voicemail on your phone and then email it to us? You could do that. Can't you record a memo on your phone and email it to us? Yeah. Why not just do that, English mm-hmm. people? Instead of trying to figure out the international calling number, hey, calling guys, code. You can do either. You know, we like yeah, them both. Yeah, you know, please keep calling it. Keep calling him, folks. His missus is like, "What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, it's three o'clock in the morning." You know, like. You're checking out the call, um, and uh, me and my brother, is it plus one or is it plus two, two, or is it plus one, one, or is it zero, one, or is it one, one, two, or is it fucking whatever, fuck off. It's the latter, one, one, two, four, zero, before <laughs> dialing the US, just so you know. Is this Nigel Farage? Yeah. <laughs> so, all I'm saying is, B. Uh, this is this from the fucking heart. And Harrison, you're a twat. I love you, Harrison. This is from the heart. I'm going to give you both a little bit of fucking time. But, D. She'll start with the Harrison first. No, D, D. <sighs> D, I've been listening to you for be about profound. two years. Right? This is completely genuine. I've been listening to you for about two years, and um, every Monday, I don't, I don't know what you do, I think it's every Sunday you do it or whatever, but every fucking Monday, I get my second wrong hit. And to be honest, mate, it's one of the best fucking shows ever. You know, sometimes you have a fucking, sometimes you have people come in and have a guess, and they're not, it's not always great. 
Uh, all on the last one was fantastic. <laughs> but look, um, I don't know like, what was he from. For I, I don't know who is he referring okay, to. Okay. Which one? I don't even yeah. know. All right. Big point here, because Harrison's a geezer, mate. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big fucking pair of boots to fill, Lance's mate. You know what I mean? Lance, <laughs> to be able to step into Lance's boots and attempt to fill them. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. And no. more and more seeing Harrison on Facebook and we, we be talking. You know, I fucking love Harrison. He's <laughs> a <Malagator. laughs> Fucking, I fucking love Harrison, actually. It's one a good geezer. <laughs> and geezer, I mean, fucking England, what? Hang on. Oh shit, two minutes forty. Was he about to explain what uh, he geezer meant? He was about to, to explain God what geezer meant. Okay. <laughs> oh, I could have used that. Okay. I'm sure there I'm sure there'll be plenty of listeners okay. calling right. in explaining yeah. what geezer means. Okay, okay. Yeah. Two minutes forty. Yeah, Harrison, really good geezer. Harrison, it's gonna get cut short. You're a good geezer, Harrison, mate. Keep it going, geezer. It's not easy boots to fill. D, you're an absolute fucking twat. I love you the bit, so alright. <laughs> Keep it real. From the English side, Portsmouth. Alright? Alright. Hmm. <laughs> so there you go. You go. Two yeah. very contrasting opinions mm -hmm. about the current state of the show. Wow. Yeah. From two very, very drunk yeah. Englishmen. And a lot of the same phrases in there. You know? I wouldn't mind seeing both these guys in the same pub. Geezers and boots and, and whatever. And just like in know? the same pub yeah. being like, sick and wrong, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harrison's a good geezer, but yeah. his boots that he's trying to fill are too yeah. big because wackly mm. warm. He's like, no, yeah. I think Harrison fills those boots. He's a good geezer. Yeah. <laughs> I can just back and forth until it's going to come down to fisticuffs and someone's yeah. going to get classed. Not, yeah, not since, not since uh, you know, great taste, less filling has there been <laughs> such an argument. Yeah. yeah, it's the yeah. argument for the ages there. That's so bizarre, you know? It is an interesting term, yeah. geezer. Yeah. I'm going to have to start using that, geezer. Yeah. That's how you say it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. I want to know, what does it mean? What's the true, what is yeah. the English definition of geezer? Geezer. I'm thinking it's good guy. Like yeah. You're a good guy. Yeah. It's I wish guys, be. people in Chicago should say geezer. Yeah. Oh, like he's would... a real geezer, that guy. He's hey, a good geezer, over that there, guy. Yeah. That geezer guy. Anyway, well, thanks for the mm. feedback, duly noted, and I'm sure we're going to go back to the original formula. Yeah. <laughs> but both those guys are good geezers. Yeah. They no, are. I mean, you know, I'm not going to win everybody over, you know? But, uh, well, you know. I think at this point, it's like, <laughs> it's not like you're going anywhere. Well, yeah, and I mean, what... <laughs> Uh, only, only death at this point will prevent yeah. me from from fucking hauling. I, I don't know. Every this. week he still shows up. Yeah. So there you go, people. Yeah. So dedication. Yeah. Uh, I think it's part of the recovery at this point. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for calling, though. People call Sigur on hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We do have some actually. You know what? I screenshotted some comments on iTunes. Do you have that? Oh yes. To check it out. Oh, so I sure do. people, we like when you listen to the show on iTunes because it actually boosts our ratings. Mm -hmm. um, you subscribe. You can rate. You can comment. And we did get a couple comments. A couple of recent ones. Harrison's mm -hmm. gonna read. Just got on board. I thought it said just got and beard and beard and beard. Yeah, and beard. You know. 
Uh, just got on board and have about half a dozen episodes under my belt so far, and I'm loving it so far. Genuine out loud belly laughs. Bravo! That's from Jerry the Riddler. Jerry the Riddler. Yeah. All right. Thank you, yeah. Jerry. Gives us five belly stars. laughs. Five well, what's the next one? Do we have another one? Uh, this is by a Cool and Cute Boy. It says, I'm probs in love. I love this show. I could jerk off to Harrison's voice all day, TBH. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Now, that is a glowing endorsement. That is. That is. Uh, do you think, does that bother you that people might be doing that? No, I'd love that. The idea of it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you would. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just the fact that there are people out there that just, your voice is going on and they're masturbating furiously. Mm-hmm. I think it would tickle both my self loathing and my narcissism. All right. What if there's yeah. a family member? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's got to be a catch Oof. there. Yeah. Anyway, we do appreciate when you subscribe via iTunes. So just yeah. give us a comment. Yeah, come on. We'll read on the show. Yeah. Uh, also, we do have Sick and Wrong merch available. Mm. Um, I'm almost out of t-shirts. I have like a couple of white ones left. That's about it. But if you go to Cafe Press, we have a lot of Sick and Wrong stuff. Mm. Uh, CafePress.com slash Sick and Wrong <laughs> or go to SickandWrongPodcast.com slash store. And uh, you can just sit, click on the link yeah. for Cafe Press. I like how you have like two t-shirts and every week you try to get rid of some of them. I just want to get rid of them, dude. Like we have two t-shirts left. Uh, one of them's uh, uh, spattered with an old woman's blood. Uh, so that's half off, you know. <laughs> yeah. And the other yeah. one I've used as, as a tampon, like an impromptu tampon. But hey, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's still yeah. uh, for sale. You know, okay. I've always been quite the salesman. Yeah, yeah. You can't uh, you can't deny that winning pitch. No, um, but I think I only do have two shirts left. Mm. Um, Sick wrong song of the week. Sick wrong song of the week. I'm a cunt. We all call each other cunts here in Australia. If you got respect, you're called a sick cunt. But if you're an asshole, you're called a shit cunt. Mm. There's a bit of Aussie lingo for you guys in the states. You and Harrison are fucking sick cunts. That's kind of good to know. That that it's makes good. me feel good. Some good edification there. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. edifying to know that someone thinks we're some some sick cunts. That's good. Because it would be bad if we were shit cunts. Shit cunts, bad. Yeah. Bad. Bad. Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> this is Buddy from Australia. Yeah. Peace. Uh, the song they sent in is from like this Aussie rapper guy who looks like Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. And he goes by Hunter. Yeah. And the song is I'm a Cunt. So uh, thank you, buddy, for saying that. We're going to end the show with I'm a Cunt by Hunter. Mm. Uh, People will be back next week with episode 582. Until then, take it sleazy. Fucking turn it up, cunt. Yeah, that's it. Fuck off. I'm a cunt from way back. Yes, I'm the original, not political. This is more analytical of myself. I approach your girlfriend with stealth Write the magazine coming up so clean Because I'm keen Know what I mean and it's obscene If you're not around Well then I'm going straight down I'll take it to town Based on my pleasure island While I'm making love Your girlfriend seems sirens Firing and all cylinders And seeing flashes When you're out of town It's in my place that she crashes Sitting on my face She said you'd be furious She also told me That she was quite curious So I said next time Why don't you bring a mate And right before she came She said it's a date I got your back, but you best to watch your front. Cause Hunter's in front, and I'm a cunt. I got your back, but you best to watch your front. Cause Hunter's in front.
front And I'm a cunt, such a cunt Like Tony Libertore, I'm the kind of cunt I'd even make a whore pay your way and mine Don't cross the line, cause I'm even worse when I'm drunk on the cheap one Sometimes I snap, go out for vandalism And other times I'll just dish you to the rhythm Prison, couldn't hold a cunt like me Not likely, cause I direct shit like Spike Lee But this ain't a movie, this is real life I fuck your wife, just to cause you some strife I've done a lot of cunty things and out of cunts, you know, you know I'd be the king. I got the back with the best of watch up front. Cause Hunter's in front and I'm a cunt. I got the back with the best of watch up front. Cause Hunter's in front and I'm, I'm a cunt. cunt. One thing I do, yeah. and this is true, I'm sometimes I can't do all of my crew. You know the usual, stealing your beers and I'm known as a cunt. Amongst my peers, they say, hey cunt. When I answer the phone, they say, where's Scotty? I say, the cunt's not home. I say, where are you cunts? And what are you cunts doing? And when I'm pissed off, they say, cunts the cunt is spewing. Know what I'm doing? Your sister, I be screwing in the lewin. And I guess that you knew I'm not looking for a blue, but I know it's true that you are a fucking cunt too. <laughs> show where not you Harrison, D and Lance, right, and there's a Mexican geezer and um <laughs> it was so, for some of the funniest shit I ever heard of my life. D and <laughs> there's a Mexican geezer and he tried to climb into the back of a truck. You <laughs> D you probably start remembering it. And he tried to climb into the back of a truck, and then he ended up getting crunched. <laughs> and he was doing all your fucking Spanish Mexican voices. It was amazing. That's that's the old show. That's how it used to fucking be. You fucking pair of fucking pricks.